Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Welcome in to Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here. And Jerry, it's playoff time. We're finally at uh, the most fun time of the year, in my opinion, is the playoffs. We get the best 32 teams, 1A through 6A, the best 16 in Class 7A. And uh, just in a matter of weeks, we'll have us a new state champion. That's hard to believe, isn't it? Didn't we just start this show like last week or something? Seems like just yesterday we were yeah. getting ready to head down to, uh, to uh, Crampton Bowl for our first game with Thompson and Opelika there. And, yeah, it's just kind of been a, a wild season, but at the same time a quick season. It always seems that way when it gets to football. However, before we get to the playoffs, did have some uh, Week 10 games. A lot of teams were off, so a lot of teams that we normally talk about, we would not talk about, uh, including ourselves. We both had a, a week off from Thompson. We did. And happy you do, Halloween. I, well, you know, I stayed and gave out candy and then went yeah. to the beach, watched the Blue Angels fly, which I said last week. Had a great weekend. Back, refreshed, ready to hit the real season, I call it. It's time to play football now. I, uh, I did nothing this weekend. I sat nothing. there and I watched some football. I slept. I ate. That's pretty much it. So, had to get ready, get energized up for the playoffs. But first, some Week 10 scores. We went over some games that were big, either just big rivalry games or that did have playoff implications. Uh, You know, we did have to ultimately still figure some teams out when it comes to the playoffs and some wild scenarios that we'll go over uh, with these games. But let's start down with the Battle of Murder Creek. Um, T.R. Miller. Not really having any trouble with W.S. Neal. I had him as a 20-point favorite. They won by 28 instead, but uh, big win there. Both those playoff teams, though, T.R. Miller and W.S. Neal getting into the playoffs, but it's still a rivalry game. That's right, and remember, T.R. Miller's one classification higher than W.S. Neal, and usually T.R. Miller wins that game, but it's always a close game, and it's the one place, if you could be anywhere on a Friday night for a rivalry game, that would be the stadium. I don't even know if you can get in that stadium. I mean, wherever <laughs> it's played, it's just like – it's a madhouse on that Friday night, so just a great rivalry. Big win there for T.R. Miller in that one as the home team. Up in Class 5A, tiebreaker between Leeds, Moody, and Southside Gadsden. Southside Gadsden, if they beat Etowah, it ended it. Leeds did get the win over center point, 22-0 on Thursday, but then Southside Gadsden got the win over Etowah, 45-27 to lock that one up. So Southside, you're one. Leeds, you're two. Moody, you're three. But Leeds getting a big win over center point, shutting them out, in fact. And that is why Chris Burge is our uh, Milo's player of the week. Almost a Moody player of the week. He is not at Moody. He is at the exact opposite. Man, that's fighting words for Leeds and Moody. Um, Chris Burge, defensive lineman there, uh, helped leading that shutout uh, for Leeds. The Green Wave getting that 22 nothing win over center point. Also scored a touchdown as well. So congrats to uh, Chris Burge for winning our Milo's Player of the Week and for Leeds getting that big win, even though they still ultimately ended up second, which is where we had them projected anyway. But they will be at home in the first round as they beat center point 22 nothing. Southside wins 45-27 to over Etowah. Up in 6A, St. Paul's and Theodore. Still a game in region play. Uh, still to determine a playoff spot. Winner got third. Loser got fourth. St. Paul's was up. In this game, Theodore ended up scoring late to make it 13-10 to and then tacked on another touchdown at the end to make it 20-10. to So Theodore will be your three. St. Paul's will be your four. Oxford, they get a big win over Jacksonville. Once again, big uh, game there between a couple of really, really solid teams. Jacksonville 
could make some noise in 4A. Montgomery Catholic, I think, is the, the favorite there, but could make some noise. But Oxford getting a big win, 36-7 there in that one. And, you know, John, we were just, what, two years ago? Was it three years ago when uh, you and I really started together at Thompson? Yeah, we, three years our ago. Our first game was at Oxford. Yep. And I remember feeling so bad for them because Thompson went up like 55 to nothing before you could blink an eye. But, man, look at what kind of job they've done. Congratulations to the Yellow Jackets. They're back where they need to be, and they're a good football team. They're the two seed out of that region. I mean, look, they got to play Clay, and we have seen Clay firsthand even beating Thompson this year, uh, arguably the best team in the state. Um, but, uh, yeah, Oxford's done a good job and got a big win there on the road at Jacksonville. Muscle Shoals gets a big win at Spartman, who have a lot of 6A versus 7A, different classifications playing each other in this final week. Muscle Shoals, they get the 48-7 win over Spartman. Spartman. About four weeks ago was the number two seed in Region 4, and they tumbled all the way out of the playoffs, Muscle Shoals. Meanwhile, they win their region over Hartzell, who got a win over Bob Jones. Bob Jones is in the playoffs. Um, they will take on, I believe, Hewitt Trustville. But uh, Hartzell, they get a 35-21 win over Bob Jones. Benjamin Russell kind of came out of nowhere to be the region champ in Region 3. Right. They go on the road to Valley, get a big win, 35-19. So Ben Russell, a little momentum heading into the playoffs. We'll see what can come of it, but uh, tough southern half there for uh, all the teams out of Region 3. Uh, Pickens County, Marion County threw this one in there. It was a, a game for a final playoff spot there. Uh, Pickens County, they get a big win, 34-15. to So Marion County's out, Pickens County in. Jackson, one of the uh, stronger teams in the state, 45-14 uh, over Davidson there. So they jump up and beat a 7A team. When 5A plays 7A, you typically expect a 7A team. It wasn't even close. 45 to 14. You know, Jackson is a very, very good football team. If you've never been to a stadium, they play at their stadium's called Legion Field. Yep. We're used to saying Legion Field here in Birmingham. But uh, I haven't been to a game there now in five years, but they used to, they had a platform and they put this guy in a chef's outfit and he grilled hamburgers. They had a giant spotlight that shone straight down on him and the smoke would go everywhere and it just an atmosphere at that Legion Field. But Jackson is answering the bell this year. They have got a fantastic football team. They do. And being a 7A team to uh, end the season, big momentum builder there for Jackson. I, don't know, I, I guess I'd like the smell of like hamburgers and stuff. If I was out there playing, it smells better than the alternative that I was smelling all the sweaty bodies and everything yeah, on the dog true. pile. But uh, it'd be a lot, lot nicer smell to have that. Um, all right. In Mobile as well down south, UMS Wright. Big win over Williamson, 20-19. to UMS Wright, they are in. Uh, B BC Rain, just ahead of them in the three spot. They fall to Gulf Shores, 43-21. Uh, that's all still region play. A lot of those Mobile regions have nine teams in them. Uh, Gulf Shores gets the win, 43-21. I would just say Gulf Shores got the win and move on because I don't know what to say about Gulf Shores <laughs> with, with everything out there right it's now. It's one of those things that we kind of like to talk about, but we're not sure how to talk about it. And... So we're not going to talk about it. All I can say is they get the big win. Congrats That's to right. Gulf Shores. Uh, they finished season unbeaten at 10-0. 43-21 winners over uh, BC Rain. Figer ends up missing the playoffs, but they get a big win over Sydney Lanier, the last regular season game ever for Sydney Lanier. That school's shutting down at the uh, end of this year. They are going to Carver-Montgomery. All the kids there, I believe, are shifting over to Carver-Montgomery. However, Lanier did make the playoffs, but they fall to Viger 46-8. Lanier going to be your four seed out of uh, 6A Region 2 down there. Spain Park, we kind of talked about this was a battle of teams that were so close but didn't quite make it into the playoffs. They get a big win, 39-0 over Pelham. Um, Spain Park next year, they got a chance to do something special. I mean, they were one 
a one-score game lost to Hoover away from making the playoffs this year. Yeah, I know. And if you look at them, uh, tell of two teams, first half of the season, second half of the season, nope. that's because they had injuries the first half, okay? Their, their three losses came to Hoover, Thompson, and Vestavia back in September. Since then, they've run the table. Tuscaloosa County, Chelsea, Hewitt Trustful, Oak Mountain, and Pelham. Great finish. I tell you what, if you're a team that played them in September, you're lucky. Because if you'd have got them after that, when they were strong and healthy, Spain Park's a much different ball club than they were then. Uh, everybody's asking me my opinion on the seven-day playoff, and we'll get to it a little more in depth here in a second. But I've said, look, it, it wouldn't shock me if Hoover makes a little bit of a run. They've kind of gotten things right. going in the right direction. They lost to Thompson, but only in a 10-point game. Um, you know, it's kind of, okay, Hoover kind of got things figured out, but it's like you need to be glad Spain Park isn't in that spot because they really have gotten things figured out, including beating a Hewitt Trustful team that beat Hoover. Um, You're right. We saw them early in the season, but those games you mentioned are tough games, but a one-score game, 28-20, lost to Hoover, really the biggest reason they are out. But ending the season on a strong note, ending with a winning record, Tim Vakakis has a squad that next year, watch out. I agree. Um, Elsewhere in the same regions, 7A and 6A Region 3, Vestavia, 44-0 winner over Helena. Helena now on a two-game losing streak after starting off 8-0. Didn't put up a single point. Now we know how good Vestavia is. They had Thompson's number this year, had a chance to beat Thompson, and uh, we'll move on to the playoffs where they will have to travel up to Decatur to take on Austin, who is a hot team right now, but so is Vestavia. Uh, Big winners there over Helena. Um, Gardendale. Kind of sneaking into the playoffs there, three and seven. But uh, after starting off, uh, you know, I think zero and six, they got three in a row, and then they end up losing to Hueytown, forty-seven twenty-eight in this final regular season game. But Gardendale, they're in the playoffs, and they have a chance now. All you gotta do is just kind of like you know March Madness, whatever. You just gotta get to that point, and then see what happens. Um, coming out of that region, though, the number two team, Mountain Brook, they went down to, or though, excuse me, they hosted Baker. They went down to Baker last year. Yeah. Um, Baker gets the big win though, thirty-seven twenty-eight over Mountain Brook. So uh, Spartans falling to a seven eight team. Of course, I kind of still consider them a seven eight team since they were in Region Three for a while there. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, it was an interesting final week of the regular season, but now we're moving on to the playoffs. Let's talk brackets. What do you say? Let's get into it. All right. So we're going to start. We're going to go through 1A through 4A kind of real quick, kind of run over some of those matchups, and then we'll really get in-depth here with 5A through 7A and some of the matchups and teams we normally talk about here, uh, especially here in the central Alabama area. But let's start in Class 1A in the southern half. Calhoun will travel to region champ Leroy. Keith will travel to Georgiana. Georgiana, I think, has a chance to make a little bit of a run there. Lochapoca, they will host Southern Choctaw. Linden, they will host Brantley. Florala travels to Sweetwater. Choctaw County travels to Maplesville. Maplesville always a strong team as well. Um, University Charter will head to Elba, go from Livingston to Elba. And then Natasolga will travel to Millery. Any favorite out of that side stand You know, I'm kind of shocked and not really shocked, but Maplesville a two seed. That's unusual. We used to see in Maplesville as a one seed. I like Sweetwater a lot. I like Linden a lot. There's some really good 1A teams in there as well. And uh, yeah, I think uh, Lochapoca might even make a good run at it. Yeah, Lochapoca the one beating Maplesville. I will say this too: any matchup we say could very well be played on Thursday this week because they have been moving games even within the week. They've been moving games yes. now. Like they, uh, the athletic director at Thompson emailed us before the matchups were even set and said 
we know we're hosting. We know it's going to be a Thursday night game, whoever it's against. Right. Um, but some teams, even as of, I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday. As of yesterday, I know we're still moving games. So I think they were moved a couple this morning. I heard they've so. kept on moving. Right. Uh, yeah, Ron so. Ingram sent an email saying, "Hey, we're still moving games." So because of Veterans Day on Friday, a lot of teams are playing on Thursday instead because you either take off. I know some people have like an e-learning day. Um, you know, a lot of schools like I know Homewood does a big Veterans Day like program and all that kind of stuff. So. I would just say I'm not going to say what any of these games are. The only thing I know for sure is Thompson's playing on Thursday That's right. um, because they're moving games like crazy. So those are the matchups. Pay attention to the uh, actual schools, though, and see when these games are going to get played this first week. Then they'll pretty much all move back to Friday, barring scheduling conflicts next week. Um, all right. In the northern half, Lynn, region champion, hosting Shoals Christian. Spring Garden hosting Coosa Christian. Coosa Christian is going to win the state championship, by the way, as a three seed, which sounds bizarre, but I'll tell you why in a second. Hackleburg, they host Marion County. Valleyhead, they host Ragland. Decatur Heritage, um, they are at home against Winterboro. Pickens County, I mentioned, got the win to sneak in there. They head to Addison. Um, um, Cedar Bluff, they are going to Wadley, and Meek will head to South Lamar. Now, Cusa Christian is going to be your state champion, I believe, and they are a three seed. And you say, well, John, how's a three seed? You're so confidently saying they're going to win the state championship. That's because they have absolutely demolished teams on the field more than any other team this entire season. However, they had to forfeit almost their entire first half of uh, the season. So, you know, you get hit with that, and a lot of times that'll knock teams square out of the playoffs. However, they had their forfeits happen early at about the midseason break to where they could come back, win enough games over the last few teams, and uh, get in as the three seed. But I will pull up real quick just because it's fascinating to see. Um, well, they lost to Spring Garden. They lost to Geraldine, and these are all forfeited losses. Uh, Galesville, Decatur Heritage Christian, Valleyhead, and then all of a sudden – they got going they won and won out they lost to spring garden but they won 21 to 6 they lost to galesville but won 49 to nothing right. they lost to decatur heritage your region champ but won 48 to nothing on the field since their first game which they lost at geraldine 26 to nothing stepping up in uh classification or no that's the same no yeah stepping up in classification um let me go back here they have given up a total seven, of seven points seven points yeah so, um, look at the score against Cedar Bluff. Yeah, 35 nothing against Valley Head. They had a forfeit win against Heritage Academy. That's when it happened, though. Then they were off. First game back that it could count, they beat Cedar Bluff 94 to 7. You think they were ready to come back with a vengeance after that? Sure. Then they uh, beat Appalachian 51 nothing, Woodville 51 nothing, Victory Christian 49 to nothing. So, unfortunately for Spring Garden, you get to host Cusa Christian in the first game. At least you have a home game, I guess, but that is the absolute worst team to play, a team that has absolutely dominated everybody um so i I, i've i'm gonna pick them with some uh, other people and i have picked kusa christian to win the championship other than kusa christian i like the south sides better i would agree than the north i would agree kusa christian's got to hold up the north side of the bracket i think sweetwater georgiana elba maplesville uh, Lochapoca, there's a ton of teams that could potentially make a run yeah. out of the South. All right, let's move on to Class 2A real quick. In the southern half, Vincent at Clark County. Goshen will head to GW Long. Washington County is at BB Comer. Ayrton at Highland Home, the Flying Squadron. Uh, the team that beat them, Realtown, though, they will host Wicksburg as the one seed. Chickasaw, they are at Thorsby. Cottonwood hosts Luverne. And St. Luke's 
host Isabella. To me, I'm kind of leaning into Highland Home re- Real Town rematch in the you know, uh, semifinals. I am too. I am too. But uh, Highland Home, once they uh, win that first game, they have to face BB Comer as a two seed. That's a tough out for them. Also, GW Long can make a little bit of a run. Clark County also Real Town though. I do like Real Town out of the other half of the bracket to uh, get to the semis at least. I'm with you on all that. In the northern half, Red Bay they head to Tuscaloosa Academy. Kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't have them originally as a region champ, but they kind of came out of nowhere and ended up winning that region in Region Five. So Red Bay heads to Tuscaloosa, Collinsville. Uh, also, Tuscaloosa Academy, kind of new school. They were AISA for a while, and they're in AHSAA now. Mm-hmm. Collinsville, they head to Southeastern, Lamar County at Tanner, Pleasant Valley at Pisgah, Fife, they host West End out of Walnut Grove, uh, Lexington, they host Aliceville, Locust Fork, they host North Sand Mountain, and Hatton, they head to Sullivan. As of right now, Fife looking pretty good, Tuscaloosa Academy. Might make a little bit of a run, but I'm kind of leaning in the direction of Fife. It's always hard to get pick against them. I love Fife in this. There's a team that surprised me this year. Not really surprised, but Southeastern's doing good. They're the Mustangs. If uh, They're in Aniana, by the way, for people that don't know, a private school up there, and they're playing good football. So keep your eye on Southeastern as well. Yeah, finish behind Locust Fork, but they are a home team. There's a two-seed in the playoffs. All right, Class 3A, Beulah at Mobile Christian. Mobile Christian, really strong team. I can go ahead and say they're uh, they're uh, my favorite right now in 3A. Houston Academy, they host Alabama Christian. Walter Welburn hosts Flowington Trinity. They host Providence Christian. Op travels to St. James. W.S. Neal heads to Randolph County. Southside Selma hands, uh, heads to Strawn. And Dadeville will go to Thomasville. Mobile Christian, they've been strong all season. I have no reason to think otherwise. Yeah, I don't either. I, you know, there's some strong teams right there. You, you threw Thomasville in there, St. James, yep. Trinity. They're all good football teams. All good teams. We'll see who comes out of that one. In the northern half, Gordo, always a power as well. They are hosting Phil Campbell. Uh, Susan Moore, they are tra- uh, traveling to Geraldine. Fayette County heading to Lauderdale County. J.B. Pennington will host Piedmont. Uh, Madison Academy, they host Hope's Bluff, Mars Hill. Actually, a two seed this year. Mm-hmm. They host Oakman, Sylvania. They host Vinemont, and Colbert County will head to Winfield. Mars Hill, typically a team you could think of. Madison Academy, typically a th- team you could think of. Gordo, typically a team you could think of. Handful of name brands here. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you one. Not a name brand that we're not used to really seeing a lot. Winfield, they're playing really good ball this year. They've had some high-scoring offensive games. I think they may make a little noise there in Colbert County, as uh, or as our friend says, Colbert County. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I've ever heard. Um, uh, hey, yeah. folks, in case you're wondering, I did a track uh, tournament with a friend of ours, and and he kept saying Colbert County, and we started getting texts in the booth like, what, what, what? <laughs> so uh, apologies uh, to Colbert County all these years later. Always Colbert, not Colbert. Right. Um, yeah, I'm leaning in the direction of Madison Academy here, but there's a lot of teams uh, that could potentially make a little bit of a run. Piedmont actually is a three seed. Piedmont typically a team that's competing. That's um, the uh, the Pruitt family up there, you know, Jeremy Pruitt's up there now. So, that's correct. Uh, you know, we'll see if they can get a win over J.B. Pennington on the road and make a little bit of a run. But uh, I'm leaning in the direction of Madison Academy there. All right. Before we head to break, we'll jump run through the 4A playoffs real quick. Jackson, uh, we talked about how strong they are. They host Cleburne County there at Legion Field. Andalusia hosts Sipsy Valley. St. Michael heads to Hanley. And Booker T. Washington goes to American Christian. Montgomery Academy heads to Bibb County. Bayside Academy heads to Jacksonville. West Blockton heads to Montgomery Catholic. And Anderson heads to T.R. Miller. That is a stacked Southern half, Jackson, Andalusia, American Christian, Bibb County, Jacksonville, Montgomery Catholic, T.R. Miller. A lot of really good teams there. Uh, I think Montgomery Catholic wins the championship this year if they finally get it done. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. You know, 
I would be for Andalusia with the exception of one game. That's the second round when they're going to have to face Jackson. That's yep. going to that's going to end their season. Andalusia is one of those that should be in the semifinals, except they just got unlucky and drew the wrong bracket. Yeah, they would have to run up against Sipsy Valley, probably Jackson, probably American Christian to then have to get to the semis. Montgomery Catholic going to have to run through West Blockton, likely T.R. Miller, um, and then the winner of Bibb County, Jacksonville. In the northern half, Dora, they host Priceville. Aniana, they host Brooks. Westminster Christian hosts Oak Grove. And Fultondale heads to Deschler, West Morgan, at, uh, ho- excuse me, hosting Etowah, Randolph hosts Corner, Cherokee County hosts Central Florence, and Haleyville hosts North Jackson. That uh, Dora, Corner, Haleyville region was a tie at the top, so any of those teams can make a little bit of a run. West Morgan's been really good this year. Cherokee County has been really good this year. Aniana's been good. They got a really good running back there. A uh, little, little more unknown in the northern half. I agree. You know, I look at this bracket, it brings back a real memory. Years ago, I, I called the uh, state championship in this classification. It was held in Cherokee County. T.R. Miller won it on a fourth down and goal from the 20-something yard line. They'd been backed up with uh, just a few seconds left on the clock. But the story of that game was, is the field was frozen. It was zero degrees. And uh, they gave hot dogs away because they sat them out on the the shelf there of the concession stand because nobody would get up. And when they were giving them out, but they were frozen. They were literally, (laughs) you could drive a nail with these hot dogs. That was the coldest I've ever been in my life. But that brings back a lot of memories. And, you see how in the bracket over on the left, T.R. Miller ended up playing Cherokee County that, back in the 80s. That was a, a cold one there. Hey, last time, not the last time, I guess two times ago in Tuscaloosa, uh, there was a snowstorm there too. So who knows? Maybe a Super 7 could have That's a little, have a little snow that. and have a cold game right. uh, this year, although it has not been that cold so far this football season. All right, that's Class 4A. We will jump into 5A through 7A and get a little more in-depth on some of these games when we get back on next round preps. But first, Jerry, one of our great new sponsors. Yeah, I've been telling you all year about a new sponsor, Shepherd Equipment, Shepherd Equipment and Disposal Company. You can find them at shepherdequipment.com, S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Let me tell you, folks, they do light demolition on outside work, like uh, if you need a, a – a uh, shed removed, a back porch that's gotten rotten, you need to tear it down, and maybe it's on the second story of your house. Uh, they can come in and do all that. They also do dumpsters. They have residential commercial rental on dumpsters as well. If you need land clearing, they can bush hog it. They can churn it up. They can do whatever you need as far as clearing land, building a road, putting slag down on it. Uh, if you've got property, need better access to the lake or the pond on your property, something like that, they can do all of that. So give them a call. Go to their website, shepherdequipment.com, or call them at 205-704-0408, 704-0408. Great group of people. Give them a call. They're a great sponsor here for us. Thanks so much to uh, Shepherd Equipment. All right, when we get back, 5A through 7A, a lot of huge, huge matchups uh, that we're about to jump into. Of course, we'll be at the Thompson-Florence game. We'll jump into that one as well right here on Next Round Preps. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment, which is brain changes that are starting to interfere with your life? Did you know researchers have proven that these brain changes can be slowed down or reversed in many people that routinely exercise their brain? At the Karen Thrive Foundation, we specialize in helping you understand the specific areas of the brain that have changed and develop a brain health plan, including cognitive exercises, adaptive approaches, and helpful technology to proactively stay ahead of your brain wellness. 
Visit www.karenthrive.org for more information. We've partnered with Who Is Coffee to create the next round blend. Available in light, medium, and dark roast. 100% Arabica beans. Specialty coffee roasted on demand. Available in whole bean or ground for drip pods. Espresso and coarse ground for French press. Go to nextround.store to get a link to pre-order today. Everyone that pre-orders will be entered to win a prize pack with coffees, shirts, hats, and tumblers. Nextround.store for the next round blend. Welcome back in here to Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here with you as we now jump into Class 5A uh, for the playoffs. We'll get a little more in-depth here on these upper classification games. Let's start in the southern half. Beauregard at Gulf Shores. Uh, Just check my phone to see if anything else had happened. Nothing has happened as of the recording of this, so... Beauregard at Gulf Shores seems to be going on its plan. Gulf Shores, the one seed, of course, out of Region 1. Uh, they are 10-0 on the season. They will host Beauregard there. Uh, Marbury, they are at Charles Henderson. Uh, Henderson there moving up to the second seed in Region 2. UMS, sorry, how about this for a first-round matchup? The win, I believe the two winningest coaches in high school football. UMS Wright at Central Clay County. Uh, Terry Curtis and Danny Horn, they're facing off against each other. Wow. And that is a first-round matchup. And that's only because UMS Wright snuck in kind of to the playoffs, and they got to go to Lineville and play Central Clay County. Yeah, I really like Central Clay County in this ballgame. Number one, UMS Wright's got a long trip, okay? You can't get there from where they are. You got to go somewhere else (laughs) to go. But I really like Charles uh, Central Clay County in this ballgame. The winner of that one will play the winner of Holtville and Headland. Holtville, the home team, has the two seed, Headland, the three seed there. Um, You know, with Central Clay County, UMS Wright. I probably like the winner of that game, and I would I would lean Central Clay County uh, to make it on to face Gulf Shores there in the quarterfinals. So uh, that's a, a very important game there. I do have, uh, let's see, I have Central as a three-touchdown favorite in this one. Hard to say UMS Wright's ever a three-touchdown dog. but Yeah, uh, you know, Central Clay County, though, those kids out there, they're not afraid of anybody. They, no. they, they strap it on, buddy. They'll hit you. Well, so I, I don't see a lot of Central Clay County just because they're lower classification. Right. We're obviously at Thompson a lot, but uh, I remember watching them. They played Viger, I believe it was at Auburn. The not this past time, but the time before that, it was at Auburn. The the Super Seven, incredible high scoring game, but a physical yeah. game. Viger's always been a real physical team. Central Clay County, I was so impressed with them. I mean, that's a good team. That's a good team that you know. Once they face a team like Gulf Shores, they're both unbeaten. You know, if they get to that point, right? I mean, Gulf Shores has kind of run through everybody, but not so much at that point that that'll be a tough game. And well-known high school broadcaster in the state of Alabama, Tommy Wood, is the PA announcer for Central Clay County. So I get a little information every week from him, and he says they're a tough football team. I believe him. Yeah, I believe it too. Um, In the other quadrant there in the south, Demopolis, your one seed out of Region 3. They will host Carroll uh, Valley. They're the two seed out of Region 4. They will host BC Rain, who's the three seed just ahead of UMS Wright. Um, And then behind Faith Academy, who will host Elmore County, the winner of Faith Academy. Elmore County, they'll play the winner of Eufaula and Shelby County. Eufaula going out of state and getting a win against Early County out of Georgia last week. But uh, in the other quadrant, Demopolis, I think, can make a little bit of a run. Uh, Faith Academy, I probably would lean in the direction of Faith Academy versus the winner of Central and Gulf Shores, but yeah. you know you follow a team that you know is always really good there too. But I'm definitely looking at the winner of that Central uh, Gulf Shores you know game to kind of be your representative there. In the South. A, we need to get a pool together here. <laughs> we do. Right. Hey, you thought March Madness was crazy? Wait, till you got seven classifications to pick from. That's right. Um, and do all the brackets there. All right, in the North, Ramsey. 
Ramsey, I think, is – once again, I hate to stop right there, but I think Ramsey is the best team in the north there. They will host West Point. Um, they will have to play the winner of Leeds and Arab. Leeds hosting that one, like we mentioned in the tiebreaker, getting the second seed there out of Region 6. Russellville, they host Fairfield. Fairfield getting in as the four seed over Winona there in Region 5. And then Scottsboro, they host Moody. So Chris Bell gets a home game there against Jake Gaines and Moody. Um, but, however, most of the top seeds I typically have as a favorite – uh, Scott, our resident Moody guy, asked me, hey, what's the line on this? I said, I had Moody by a touchdown in this one over Scottsboro. So, wow. um, you know, look, uh, Chris Bell's done a good job there at Scottsboro, but I am kind of leaning the direction of Moody. But I think it's all Moody because Ramsey is the one that moves on from that quadrant. But, you know, Chris Bell has that veer offense. He does. It is so – I tell you why it's so hard. Nobody runs it anymore. So, if you're, if you're a team like Moody, you used to – defending against the spread from everybody. And then you come in here, and here's this crazy-looking veer that you have to change your linebackers. And, you know, you may even change your defense. You know, you, if you're used to playing a 3-4, for example, you may go to a 4-3 against that type. And you got to bring the safeties in. And when you do that, if you got a quarterback that can pass, it's a great offense if it's run the way it's supposed to be. And if you have the athletes to run it the that's right, right way. You got, that's Which right. Which he had at Old Mountain that's with correct. Uh, Evan Smith, I believe his name was. That's right. Really good quarterback there. He did. And that's when he had success with it. So, I don't know if he does in Scottsboro or not. Obviously, he does. He's, you know, the second seed. I just think that it's, that Scottsboro is going to make some noise. I don't know why. I just think they will. They're the second seed behind Gunnersville, who will host Springville in the first round. Fairview, they will host John Carroll. John Carroll, a chance to do a little something there as they travel up to Fairview. Southside Gaston, we mentioned getting that one seed. They'll host Boaz and Pleasant Grove. Uh, not to, you know, diminish Pleasant Grove any with how good Ramsey is, but they will host Lawrence County. So out of the other quadrant – I, I probably lean Pleasant Grove. Gunnersville has been good this year. Fairview's been okay. I think John Carroll has a chance to upset Fairview in the first round. Um, Southside's been good, but they just lost to Moody. So I'm, I'm leaning Pleasant Grove. And if you had a Ramsey Pleasant Grove rematch, it wouldn't shock me. I know. That's what I was about to say. I think last year I called that game. And the year before that, I called that game. Uh, I think it's been Ramsey and Hey, you know what? Thompson's going to be off again no matter That's what right. that weekend. So That's right. That again. weekend is when <laughs> 7A doesn't play. So the NFHS yeah. network. Hires me to call this that 6A classification game. And every year, I think, for the last two years, I, my memory's not as good as it used to be as Ramsey and Pleasant Grove. I like those two teams as well. Yeah, I like Ram- Ramsey, Pleasant Grove in the north. I like probably Central Clay County and Faith Academy in the south. But overall, I like Ramsey in Class 5A. I don't know about just so winning it all. Central Clay County over Gus Show? I'm going to go Central Clay County. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's definitely going to be the winner of those two, I think, is going to move on to the championship. Yeah, but I, uh, I think my the wallet or I'd get out of fight all day. <laughs> the winner of that game, I think, is going to play Ramsey. Yeah. But either way, I think Ramsey gets the win. Ramsey's okay. been really good. Um, losing to Parker, but, hey, we're about to get into 6A. Parker's a one seed over in 6A, so that's not a bad loss to take at all. Well, you know, I just told you earlier in the show that I went down and watched the Blue Angels this week. I can tell you, Gus Shores, that whole town is behind that team. And, I mean, it's been a long time, all the way back to Mark Freeman days since they were behind him. And uh, this team has got support from the community. It's been a big turnaround there for Gulf Shores. So uh, we'll see if they can get it done, see if they can make it all the way. <laughs> Ramsey also lost to Auburn, forgot to mention that. But still, a six-point loss to a 7-8 team. So some strong teams there, Ramsey, Central, and Gulf Shores, though, uh, pretty much your favorites there in Class 5A. All right, let's jump up to Class 6A now. In the south, Saraland, to talk about how strong Gulf Shores has been. 
Saryland's been that much stronger. They are by far and away the number one team in the state, in my opinion, um, even though they are a classification down from the top. But Saryland, they get to host poor old McAdory, gets to travel all the way down to Saryland, although it's just right off the interstate there. Um, so McAdory will head down 459-65, get to Saryland. For that first-round matchup, Carver, they will host Briarwood. Briarwood have to travel down to the Crampton Bowl there and play Carver. St. Paul's and Hillcrest should be a pretty good first-round matchup as well as Helena and Watumka. Helena hosts Watumka, and St. Paul's travels to Hillcrest there i'm not picking against sarah lynn at all this season so that's an easy sarah lynn moving on to the semifinals out of uh out of those four games in the other quadrant ben russell they host sydney lanier maybe the last game ever in sydney lanier history the poets will travel to alexander city to take on ben russell but like i mentioned in the uh, first half they are closing that school down moving all the kids over to carver now the interesting thing with that is just to throw this in there there's nothing official on this at all this is strictly me kind of sort of looking at it is that would, in your mind, move Carver up to 7A because they would be a lot bigger school. Right. Now, I assume they would count that because it's happening this year to where they moved to 7A. I don't know if that would happen or not. But that kind of got me looking when I, I saw that. I actually didn't realize that was happening until about a week ago. So I saw that. Somebody mentioned that, that hey, they made the playoffs. It could be their last game because they're you know a four seed having to travel. And so I looked it up, and I'm very interested with the 7A classification, who goes up and down, because right now Chelsea is sitting in 7A Region 3. They came up, and they have not really had success. It's like, well, do they move down? What about other Montgomery area schools? Is it shifting around? Percy Julian and Jag, which used to be Lee Montgomery and Jeff Davis, respect, uh, uh, whatever I was going to say. Respectfully. Uh, but, uh, you know. They actually have dropped a little bit from what I've seen, so there's a chance they may right. could drop down to 6A, Carver come up to 7A instead. But the interesting thing is, is from strictly looking at the average enrollment numbers for the last for this year and last year, um, which I think is what they use, but strictly looking at that, the next teams, the those two Montgomery teams will drop out potentially, and the next team sitting waiting in the wings are Helena, which I think most people have expected to potentially jump up, Clay Chaltville potentially there to jump up and Homewood actually sitting there as a potential. Now they're, they're, they're still down three or four spots, but actually sitting there with a chance that you'd jump up. Um, I actually did the whole thing. I don't want to get into all of it, but well, if you're going to get into that, you also got to talk about regions. You got to talk about regions. So, so somebody he, may be traveling from Montgomery up to Birmingham to be playing in region. That's the I, thing is that yeah, region three, you know who that would be. If you had to pull a team from region three to go to Montgomery, it would be Thompson. Because they're technically the furthest south. If you, if you draw a line in Region right. 3, they'll be the furthest south. Now, this is all totally unofficial and t- strictly just in my mind, but I did pull some numbers from the State Department of Education website that because I started thinking about the Lanier Carver thing, and it seems like Opelika may have a chance to drop out because they just moved up from 6A, so they're obviously on the edge. Um, those two Montgomery schools, depending on how, I don't know how it's all divided up down in Montgomery, um, but Clay is right there. Homewood is right there. Hazel Green is right there up north, Gadsden City. They were a 7A team. They're right there right. as well. Um, Mobile could potentially add Robertsdale, which is not a good school down in 6A Region 1, but they could potentially add them. And then um, Carver to Region 2. But the regions, I as I had it, is Region 1 was the exact same. Baker, Mary Montgomery, Daphne, Fairhope, Alma Bryant, Foley, Davidson, but add Robertsdale. Region 2 moved to seven teams. Auburn, Enterprise, Dothan, Central Phoenix City, Prattville, Smith Station, and now Carver Montgomery. Region 3 was Hoover, Thompson, Vestavia, Hewitt, Spain Park, Oak Mountain, Tuscaloosa County, Helena, and Chelsea. Spartman, James Clemens, Bob Jones, Grissom, Huntsville, Albertville, Florence, Austin. Chelsea, it seems like, is going to potentially stay. 
Now, the AHSA has a slightly different way of looking at this than I do, but just from looking at the numbers for the last couple of years and trying to kind of gauge growth of different schools, it seems like Chelsea may stay. But right on the outside is Clay Chaltville and Homewood as well. So that's right, uh, so folks interesting. on Twitter. It's at Jay Lunch. Okay, just, just go ahead. That could be and let totally wrong. It. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm just huh? just throwing it out there. Um, but anyway, that was all based on the uh, South there with Carver Montgomery. Um, in the other quadrant there in the South, Ben Russell they host Sydney Lanier. We mentioned that Hueytown they host Theodore uh, Pike Road. They host Homewood Battle of the Patriots there and Spanish Fort they host Bessemer City. I lean in the direction of Spanish Fort right here i don't know that ben russell um and i only say that because my own mater homewood beat them to let me know that homewood's had some struggles this year and they still beat ben russell that region kind of uh consumed itself with losses hueytown maybe pike road they're pretty good but i still am kind of leaning spanish fort and this one have a sarah lynn spanish fort rematch that i still think sarah lynn's gonna win you know i agree there's gonna be some good ball games but like you said you started out with one word sarah lynn yep Whoever they play, I think they move on to the championship. All right. In the North, Parker, been really, really solid this year. Mountain Brook was your representative out of this uh, half last year, but they Parker finished ahead of Mountain Brook there in Region 5. This year, they host May Jemison at Huntsville. Oxford, they host Athens. Gadsden City hosts Gardendale. Uh, we mentioned Gardendale sneaking in there. And Hartzell, they host Centerpoint. Centerpoint, pretty good team. They fell to Leeds last week, so I don't know if they can get Hartzell or not on the road, but I am – Kind of looking forward to a potential Parker-Oxford matchup there in the second round. I'm still leaning Parker, though, yeah, to ultimately make it to the semifinals you know, there. Parker hadn't had but one loss. That was by one point uh, to Pleasant, Pleasant Grove. Grove. Yeah. yeah, and Parker, Pleasant Grove, Ramsey kind of all beat each other, too. Right. And we talked about how good Ramsey and Pleasant Grove were. Um, in the other quadrant, Muscle Shoals host Pinson Valley. A pretty good first-round matchup there. Fort Payne hosts Mortimer Jordan. Uh, Jordan's been pretty good this season. Clay Chaltville, they host Coleman. Mountain Brook, they host Buckhorn. Clay Chaltville and Mountain Brook will be a second-round matchup this year if they both win. I don't think it's anybody but Clay Chaltville there. Muscle Shoals making do a little something. But I got Clay Chaltville over Parker uh, because this is a rematch. It's a rematch of last year. Don't forget Clay Chaltville. Super solid last year. We saw him against Thompson. It was a goal line stand to let Thompson win that game over Clay Chalvo last year. And they went to the first round and lost 7-6 to six to Parker. Absolutely floored everybody, but I think we're seeing it now with how good Parker has been. Clay's still good. Clay wants that rematch over Parker, and that could potentially be in the uh, to semifinals to get to the state championship, where then Sarah Lynn's going to be Clay Chalvo. But I still think Clay Chalvo's the one there. All right, so in the north bracket, let me tell you, there's very few small towns, and I'm not sure how small you call Coleman, that I like better than Coleman, Alabama. Great downtown, great people near the lake, um, one of the best steak restaurants in, in the world there, you know, and, and it's just a great town. But Coleman, bless your heart, because I'm going to tell you, <laughs> Clay Chalville is a is a football team. And we call that game against Thompson and – you know, we always knew that it was possible that Clay Chalkville could beat Thompson. The fact that they did, just barely, but they did, is a, a tribute to them. I do think Clay may have to travel to Muscle Shoals in the third round because I've, I'm leaning more Jordan over Fort Payne right now. Um, so that would make it where Clay would host all the way through except for that game, but then potentially host the, the semifinals as well. But uh, definitely a home game here in the first couple of games as they will face Coleman, and that they win that most likely Mountain Brook, who has Buckhorn. So, Clay Sarilyn, sound like, sound like an easy pick there. Um, yeah. 
Hey, let's move on to 7-8, where it also seems like it's an easy pick who's in the championship, but let's go over all the matchups here. Central Phoenix City, your one seed out of Region 2. They will host Davidson. Baker, they host Auburn. Uh, Auburn jumping down to a three seed with the way that tiebreaker That's works. It's going to be a good football game. It is. Uh, it's Auburn, be a real good football Typically game. your two seed or even potentially your one seed, but uh, right. head, having to head to Baker. Mary Montgomery. How about Mary Montgomery? This will be a good game, too. They are unbeaten. Yeah. Two years ago, Mary Montgomery was 0-10. This year, they're 10-0, one region one. They host Dothan because Dothan ended up at the bottom of that tiebreaker. And then Enterprise hosts Daphne. I'm leaning Enterprise right now, but Enterprise and Dothan are so close. I think Mary Montgomery, we haven't really been able to see exactly against good teams like they will get when they face region two. I don't know who will make it out of that quadrant, but I know they're going to be playing Central Phoenix City, whoever it is. Based on the region? Based on the region, I got to go with Dothan. Dothan, definitely right there. Dothan Mary Enterprise, Auburn, all beat each other. Loss would be in the first round of the playoff. I know that would be heartbreaking. It may or may not happen, but I just really like Dothan as I have all year. Yeah, I like Dothan too, um, but it's going to be a tough one there against unbeaten Mary Montgomery. But I definitely have Central Phoenix City moving on, no matter who they end up facing in the semifinals to the championship. They have been on fire. They're the number one team, according to most people, because you typically put the top team in 7A as the overall number one team. I'd have them behind Saraland, maybe behind Clay Chalville right now, but, um, you know. Clay, Saraland, Central, and Thompson are definitely kind of those top four separated from everybody else. Speaking of Thompson, over yeah. in the north, James Clemens, they host Hoover, Hewitt Trustville, they host Bob Jones, Thompson, they host Florence, and Austin hosts Vestavia up in Decatur. Now, I mentioned this last week, and I'm going to mention it again. I think Hoover beats James Clemens. I think Hewitt Trustville beats Bob Jones. I think Thompson beats Florence. And I think Austin beats Vestavia in the first round. Wow. Now, I could be totally off, and Vestavia just got a huge win over a decent Helena team this past week, but Austin is on fire right now. I think that's probably your best game because I think Hoover can – they've kind of ride the ship a little bit, no pun intended, to take down James Clemens, go up to Madison and potentially take down James Clemens, which would set up a Hoover-Hewitt matchup that with that Spain Park loss, now all of a sudden it's a lot more intriguing if you get Hoover and Hewitt in a rematch against each other. And I've told a lot of people, they've all asked, what happened to Hoover? Oh, Hoover, blah, blah, blah knowing that obviously I'm you know working with Thompson and I have said to every single one of them it would not shock me if it's Thompson and Hoover playing again in the semifinals now I don't I would not bet on that happening but it would not shock me if that happens that it's still Thompson and Hoover after all this oh Hoover's had a bad season all that that it still ends up being Thompson and Hoover in the semifinals but I think obviously we both like Thompson overall out of this this well of course we do I like your thinking there um I definitely like your thinking, Austin and Vestavia Hills. I think Austin has been a sleeper all year. We haven't talked about them much, and why we hadn't, I don't know, because they've been winning like crazy. But I do know that Kevin Johnson is the play-by-play guy for Florence. Let me go back to Thompson and Florence. He told me that this is our third time, Thompson's third time, to play Florence in the playoffs. He said this is by far the best team we're traveling to Thompson High School with. So – that first-round game, none of these games anymore are like gimmies, like you used to say, well, that's a no-brainer. These games are all good. I really like Austin. Of course, I like Thompson. I really like Hewitt Trustful. And I'm with you on the Hoover. Maybe it's just because, you know, we might fight amongst ourselves, but this region's tough, folks, and Hoover still. They it's kind of like SEC bias in college. We yeah. have re- Region 3 bias here. We do. We have a Region 3 <laughs> bias. I'm still a Hoover buck when we're not playing us. Yeah. Uh, with Austin, they start off with a couple wins over Hartzell, who's a, a top two seed in 6A. Decatur, big win there. Obviously, uh, battle of Decatur right there. They lost a 
close one to Spartan, a close one to Florence to start region playoffs. They start off 0-2. I, I marked them off. But then here are their wins, 56-13, 38-7, 49-7, 28-7 over your region champ, James Clemens, 49-22 over Bob Jones, a playoff team, and over 52-25 over Huntsville, who was still alive for a playoff spot right there. So I think they do have a chance to take down Vestavia. Obviously, Vestavia wins doesn't shock any of us. And, uh, you know, could potentially have a Thompson-Vestavia rematch there in the second round. But, uh, yeah, Lenny Thompson moving on all the way and then – you know, I don't want to sound blasphemous, but I think Central Phoenix City is pretty good right now, and they are chomping at the bit to finally take Thompson down. I'm leaning Central Phoenix. My, my take my Thompson hat off. Yep. I'm leaning Central Phoenix City to in seven A right now, but then I'll put my hat back on and realize that go Thompson. That's um, right. But anyway, we will be calling the Thompson Florence game we on will. Thursday. It will be a Thursday night game. We've known that uh, from the beginning. Right. So where can people watch it? Okay, WarriorNationNetwork.org. We'll have our broadcast, and uh, that's where you can watch it. You can listen to it there as well. Of course, it's on the NFHS Network platform, so if you have a subscription, which you should have by now, if you're watching this show, i got to assume you got a <laughs> NFHS Network subscription. But uh, WarriorNationNetwork.org, John and I have the call there uh, on that game. Yeah, should be a fun one there. Thompson taking on Florence in the first round. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how these brackets play out. Maybe everything we've said is completely wrong and there's going to be upset central or it'll all be chalk and all the top teams will move on. And then we'll talk about who's playing who and where. Obviously, you can go to alepreps.com as well. I'll update all of that on Friday night. When we're done, well, I guess a lot of that Thursday night because of how right. many games are going to be Thursday. Yeah, right. I was going to say Friday night when we get home, but I'll already be home Friday night. I might go see a movie or something. Who knows? Right. But uh, they'll all be updated at alepreps.com. You can check it out right there. And, of course, we'll be back next week on Next Round Preps to talk about all the big games coming up in round two.